Hi, I'm Margaret, and welcome. Today we're going to answer some of the questions that I've got, uh, that I got uh, um, a few weeks ago, or even months. Uh, granted, I don't get to these questions right away, but uh, I will I'll try to uh, answer some of these uh, questions that are more generic in nature, and uh, hopefully uh, that way you can actually, if uh, some of your questions are pretty similar, then you'll have an idea of the answers, okay? So I picked out the, a few questions that were in the, some of the comments on the videos uh, that I have, and uh, if you have more personal uh, questions and uh, comments, please uh, contact me directly, email me directly, and uh, you know uh, it would be best uh, to do it that way. So anyway, so there are three um, topics that I would like to um, this, um, touch on. And so let's get the, going with the first uh, topic that, uh, that I got, uh, a question. Um, this, uh, these are some questions from, from Florence Liamera. I know you've uh, sent this two weeks ago. So her question is, our house is facing south but also facing a road in front. How can I do it positive? Can I hang a mirror in the opposite area of poison arrow? So um, most people know of the mirror as the Bakwa mirror, which is actually uh, just an octa octagonal mirror with uh, Bakwa lines, Bakwa lines drawn on it. Now, really, uh, a Bakwa mirror has uh, no connection with the original Bakwa or Feng Shui. In classical Feng Shui, that, that is, you know, it has uh, no uh, direct connection with the original Bakwa or uh, with the study of Feng Shui. So my advice to, uh, to you, Florence, and uh, to some of you guys that might have this uh, similar uh, problem is uh, to plant some shrubberies to block the incoming Sha Qi. Um, you know, you also have to uh, look at the shrubberies, at, I mean, I'm sorry, you also have to look at the energies from the road itself. And uh, some, some of the factors to consider is whether the traffic uh, that's coming uh, towards you is actually slow or low, it's a low traffic area and it's not really in a busy intersection. So the energies will be less uh, malignant or it will be less aggressive as opposed to if, you're, uh, if your property or your home is located in a very, very busy intersection and uh, there are always uh, uh, a rush of uh, cars that's coming towards you in, in the, on the road that's uh, directly in front of you. So that's one of the things that you have to consider. So it, it's not just uh, because you, you, know, you are facing a road, but if the, if the, if the traffic is close to zero, and uh, there, there won't be as much sachi coming your way. And now to mitigate that, instead of hanging a, a bakwa mirror, 
just uh, try to find out if you could actually plant some shrubberies uh, in front, um, especially in front of your main door, to block out the incoming shati. Okay, so there are also some other, uh, you know, we talk about, uh, she mentioned something about poison arrows or arrows. So there are some other objects that are outside of your home that might also be uh, giving you negative energy. And uh, like in this uh, picture, you will see that uh, there is a post right in front of the main door. Okay, so this is also a form of sachi. Now this one is a little bit harder to mitigate or to uh, remedy because uh, it's it's a post that you can't just chop it off. It's you know it's a it's something that belongs to the government, and uh, you know you're having a, a main door that is directly in front of it uh, is gonna uh, create some sachi coming to your home. Okay, so there are circumstances wherein it's really difficult to mitigate that. So the only other option is to move your front door away from that uh, particular uh, area. And if you could actually um, find another area for your front door. Uh, a lot of times uh, we would, you know, we would not want to do uh, major renovations or ask you to do major repair work or whatever. But sometimes if there are, uh, there are, not many choices left then that would probably be the best solution or yes some people would say just move right so another another um uh environment uh, that's out of that uh, another uh how do you call the structure that you would actually have to look out for are any uh arrows arrow like uh structure from uh rooftops or from other neighboring structures buildings houses such as this one as you can see um you know the the angle of the roof of this particular structure is aiming at uh, if you have a house that's directly in front of you then that certainly is like a poison arrow or a negative sachi coming to you so <clears throat> this is why uh, in real estate you also have to not just look at the house itself, but you also look at uh, the surrounding areas and the natural environment. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, another question I got from Sumia Show. I know it was three months back. Hopefully, you're, uh, you know, you're tuning to my channel. But anyway, <coughs> you asked about. Uh, your question was like, how can I do backyard, backyard and garage in Feng Shui with my house? I'm not really sure um, how to take that question, but uh, if, uh, if, if you're trying to find out uh, if a garage is uh, included in the Feng Shui or uh, how do you call this, or a backyard, um, then the, my answer would be like, uh, if you look at the picture that I have included here, you will see that some houses, let me get the, some houses such as this particular house here, okay, 
has a garage right out here okay so if you if your garage is similar to this and you don't use it you know um you, you don't you don't have uh anything to do with it you just store things it's not part of your living space then uh you don't necessarily need to feng shui this uh or to include the garage into your feng shui okay so now take a look at this other house beside it you will see um, it's a bigger house of course and uh, you will see that they have the garage you know below uh, probably a family room or a living room so the garage is uh, you know um, the family room or the living room is just above the garage and likewise to say if you're if you're using the family room or the living room then the garage is certainly included it is part and parcel you can't just cut it off right so <clears throat> what you what what happens here is when you're doing the feng shui of this particular house then of course the whole area uh, and of course this spot with the missing area would actually be uh, included in how you map out your floor plan okay so with the backyard like any any space that is not part of your living space does not uh, you know is not included in how you're mapping out the feng shui of your home okay the the layout the plan uh, of your of your property okay so I hope I, I answer a little bit about that and uh, let's get going to the other question now again I know it's been a while back uh, Susana Escobedo uh, her question was is it is it possible to do feng shui in a house at the center of a cul-de-sac of course we've me made mention uh, before that a cul-de-sac has <clears throat> doesn't really have the best energy and uh, if you are exactly like like I guess what she's saying if, if, uh, she has a house at the center of the cul-de-sac so if you know if uh, we're looking at this like let's take this picture for example so this house might be this particular house here is kind of uh, in the center of this cul-de-sac here so you can see the energy from this going in. So it's like uh, the previous negative sha the sha chi that we were talking about in terms of a road in front of your of your home. So you will have the incoming uh, energy that is actually directly aiming at you, and uh, the other houses doesn't have as much of this sha chi energy aiming at it. Uh, better, you know. So. <clears throat> You can you can do the feng shui now if, if what you're asking is if you can feng shui the house uh, in in here there's really not a lot that you can do in terms of the layout of course you can feng shui your home and the interior of your home uh, but uh, like I said in all my other previous uh, lectures and seminars um, the outside environment is really 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 important the natural environment is really important so in as much as if you you know whatever improvement or correct function you have inside your home will actually <clears throat> be actually affected by any any negative uh, 
any negative uh, feng shui or sha qi energy outside in the outside environment. So as you can see here, the energy just goes around and uh, there's, you know, like if you're, if you're also looking at this in a more practical sense, you, the, the, the residents of this uh, particular cul-de-sac has only one way of going in and out, the ingress and the outgress, okay? So, you know, in, in terms of like uh, for practicality and for safety, we would always like uh, in real estate, you know, we, you know, when you have uh, a property, you would actually like to have one back door as a, as a safety feature. And likewise, um, same also with basement apartments. Uh, I know for a fact that uh, after talking to you know people in the fire department and uh, fire chiefs as well, um, it is best to have uh, two entrance, uh, two exits point. Okay, so if you have a main door, you know it would be best to have another door wherein you can actually make a quick exit if in case the main door is blocked or you cannot use the main door. Now, putting, putting that kind of uh, uh, perspective um, you know, uh, in, in place, it would be applicable to this situation as well, in a matter of speaking, to have uh, another exit for you, just in case this area becomes blocked or something happens to this area or this section here and you can't use it. So there's really no other way for all the, for any of the residents to, to make a quick exit or whatever. So there's not, uh, you don't have any, uh, an, another option, need to say. Okay. So you can feng shui the house itself, but in terms of the outside environment, it is pretty hard to do anything else. And like, well, you know, so unless you really know a, a lot of uh, feng shui and, uh, you know, or have a feng shui master practitioner really uh, look or give you an audit or give you, or actually if you consult, uh, do a con, uh, uh, if you consult a, a feng shui master or a practitioner uh, before you uh, buy your home, then, uh, you know, um, sometimes it's best to just avoid something that uh, you might not have any uh, ability to remedy. Okay, so uh, let's try to see another picture here. So that one, uh, the previous slide that I showed you had a house just directly in front, like this one, directly in front, uh, directly in front of it. Okay, there was no shrubberies uh, as uh, like this one here. So as you can see, the energy that comes in is go goes around like with the direction of the arrow or vice versa right and as you can see uh, houses that are actually in this area here are actually much uh, have better energies as opposed to the houses around this area okay you also might want to <clears throat> because of the fact that there are some shrubberies in here it kind of mitigates some of the uh, energies that is flowing around in this cul-de-sac, okay? 
So again, I will not be able to entertain all the questions and comments that I get on my channel, but I certainly will make an effort to answer some of the more uh, generic questions. That is questions that are more general in nature that uh, more, more people will probably be likely to ask. Although it might take a while for me to get to them anyway. So for you guys to be notified, please uh, subscribe to my channel. And uh, for your more personal comments and questions, I suggest that please contact me directly or email me directly. There are of course uh, some questions wherein they are more personal in nature. So maybe a consult uh, with me will be more appropriate. Again, uh, email me directly if you want more information or would like to arrange for a consult. Now, a few of you have actually supplied your birthdays. I was going through some of the comments and uh, in some of my videos here. And uh, a few of you have supplied your birthdays and then asked if, uh, you know, corresponding to your birthdays, if the house that uh, you currently live in is uh, is lucky for you or if the or what direction of house you should buy or if you're uh, or what type of house will be lucky for you to buy and uh, or if it's not if the house that you're presently living is not lucky what to do about it or how to plot the chart of your of your home so um this um kind of is more like a one type you know, we'll be touching more on the same uh, topic, okay? So hopefully I'll be able to try to answer some of these questions in my next uh, Feng Shui question and answer video. And so please uh, stay tuned and please tune in often to my channel. And uh, again, please subscribe and uh, I would like to thank you for your support. And uh, hopefully I'll see you in my next uh, video.